The Juicy Club Podcast is an opinion-based show that should not be considered professional advice or services and assumes no responsibility or liability towards its listeners. I was so happy. I'm going to say this. I was so happy when you when you put it for your what got you going because what was not going to happen is me watching that or me because you had to put it in its topics. It had been allowed to text you. Hey, Val, I'm going to let you know now. I can't watch it. It would have never been a topic. <laughs> Matter of fact, we keep it going from here. It was going to never be a topic, but I was never going to sit and watch and listen to her tell me 50 stories long about her life with her, with her man that she met in the panty. Now, did I start listening to it? Yes, because several people was hitting me up saying, oh, you got to listen to it. Oh, you got to listen to it. And then that's when I realized I had ADHD and I was not going <laughs> to listen to Ressa, Therese, Tessa. Like 50, 50 stories. And then the other part was she was so long winded. It was killing me just to get to 16. I said, it ain't no way I'm going to make it oh to 15. Oh my gosh, you made it to 16? Girl. I think I honestly made it to about 12, if I'm being honest. One of my friends had made it to 16. And she was like, I'm canceling all my subscriptions. And I'm just going to sit home and watch this. And I was like, girl, no. Ooh, not me. So then what got me was. The next day, I'm just casually minding my business and Twitter put up cliff notes. And I said, finally, a girl after my own heart. I oh, went on there. I'm mad. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I went on there and read them three to four pages of cliff notes. And I said, she needed 50 videos to tell me all of this. No, you're supposed to sum it down. I didn't need 50 videos. And I'm very disturbed that people were sitting around to listen to 50 videos from this woman. People have stitched TikToks about that. And I was like, I, I didn't listen to one. I feel like I've generally heard like maybe five, 10 seconds of, of every time I did come encounter with it of like, well, somebody else talking about it. And I'd be like, I don't got time for it. I just, I don't, it didn't feel like something I could sit down and watch. Her voice was the first part that got me. I was like, Mm, this voice is just not something I can listen to on an extended time period. And then when I watched the first like five or six, I was like, I legit feel like I'm sitting through a movie, but a movie that is not really captivating me. Like I'm waiting for her to get to the point. Mm -hmm. I already knew by the title that he was a scumbag. Who the fuck did I marry? But come on. <laughs> All I need to know, he lied about this. He lied about that. And I I that scene on Twitter earlier that um, Delta is giving her a flight, I think, to London or to Paris, something like that. Why? I don't know. I guess they feel I need to understand how many, and I know me and you constantly have this debate, Bernard, mm -hmm. but I need to understand how many red flags must a person see or notice to know when to walk away. Because what kind of got me with her was just in the first couple of stories of the 50, mm -hmm. um, just had red flags. Like you had, you had clear, concise, in your face, let me smack you to the left, to the right, shove it in your face, like lies. Like you, you knew that something was wrong. You kept saying you had your woman intuition. You had that feeling. You had that know that this wasn't right. And then you did your investigation and saw that it was a what lie. Mm -hmm. But hold on, what what does the internet and the Bible and all them people in the community like to be like? Stick beside them, stick beside them. I feel like a lot of people stick beside them because they of generations of how they encourage. I'm gonna say, particularly women, to kind of sit beside them. Like it was something that I put um, honor killing. 
Um, I just found out about today. Mm -hmm. I had no idea about like how in certain countries where if the man feel disrespect or you go outside the marriage or he feels some type of disrespect, he kill you and they don't really have any like really big penalties for it mm -hmm. as a woman. And they have women that also influence like is okay with that and help kill if you if you base dishonor to you know him as a man in any type of way of what he feels like. He can kill you and get away with it. And I feel like a lot of women come and is and I think it's some sort of that tells people in general, as far as cross cultures, that you should stick beside this man and kind of give these like forgiveness things. Here's my thing. If you I'm not against anyone deciding to stick beside their man through whatever they're gonna stick beside it. Mm -hmm. Don't come at me with no 50 page story. I'm like sad. when when Aaliyah wrote her four page letter, that was enough. <laughs> we didn't need you to come through with 50 stories and then it's not like it's two three minutes like each of these stories was like six seven eight nine i feel like whatever the max minutes allow allotted by tiktok for the stories when i was mm -hmm. going through them she was utilizing it i even went to when i was playing it to put the speed of the story to the highest level that they would allow and i was still mad listening to it so once again I, i'm i'm not here to tell anyone how to fundle through their relationships how to maneuver through the red flags when you see them because mm -hmm. there's red flags in every relationship right yeah but don't come to me after you sat through 15 to then want to come and give me a 50 page story absolutely not yeah but you no know, some people it takes some time i'm really mad that she got the hype that she got off of it because <laughs> sis is doing numbers yes she is it's, like it's... if she if she, I don't know if they have monetizing of TikTok at this point, but if she was monetized or hadn't been today, she may have, she, she should be nice. Like she should have made her salary for the year. Okay. Even on YouTube, I think, somebody, I think somebody got all the videos, took the time, got all the videos and put it all one on um, YouTube. I still wasn't interested. Today I was on, I think it was TikTok and a girl made a video of a verbal um, cliff note. Hmm. Because my cliff notes must have missed the fact that the dude, the dude that she married was actually a twin and he was living, he was portraying the life of what his twin actually lives. Because my cliff notes didn't say that part, right? Mm -hmm. So his twin is the VP and all the great things and he the deadbeat twin, right? So she sat up there and gave maybe a two and a half, three minute summary of um, Risa. Mm -hmm. Tessa's um 50 page story and then she ends it with I got a story similar to that and if you want to listen just come back to my TikTok so I can give you the story no hell no, Girl, no. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> so what I'm mad about is you know how they got these TikTok videos where they be making noises with their mouth and be like ooh I got a flower mm -hmm. ooh, I have a feeling <laughs> I have a feeling this is about to become a thing and TikTok will lose me if they start this trend <laughs> Damn. I've been slowing my little roll on TikTok. Like I think right now the app I'm heavily on is TikTok on Twitter, and that's about it. Even then, like my social media use, as you see on our topics, has been like I mean if you see me put it, you I'm usually at work. And I'm in between like clients or something like that, and I gotta kinda I'm just killing time. I feel you. I feel you. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Deuce of Cup podcast. This is your host, Bernard. And I am Valerie. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Whew, when I tell you today's been a long day. 
and getting longer, right? Mm-hmm. I wish, <laughs> I wish we could rec we could record it. We have to record a little earlier, y'all. But I wish I realized that I wish we could record it maybe a little bit later. But no, things have to happen because I have to work. Um, because I forgot Wendy Williams' documentary come out tomorrow. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. And where's it being um streamed at? I want to say Lifetime. I'm gonna have to um, check. It might be Lifetime or WeTV or something like that, but I know like her niece is on The View, and I'm gonna watch that when we get off here. Um, I think today, and I'm like, damn. So, but that'd be fine. We'll we'll have all the cliff notes and everything for you. <laughs> yeah, what do you got in your cup? So, in honor of it being National Margarita Day, your nails are cute, by the way. Thank you. In honor of it being National Margarita Day, um, I have a margarita. Ooh. I have a pineapple orange mango margarita. All right. And I am super proud of myself because I put this together last minute and it's fine. Oh. The only thing that I'm missing is my habanero rim. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was burning. Habanero honey. If I had that added, I had already poured the drink and I wasn't about to go back and try to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, but drink number two may have that. It's fine. Hmm. I'm proud of myself. All right, all right. What you got in your cup? I have a simple lime margarita. Um I didn't think they really flavor mine this time around. Probably should have. I wasn't sure how much tequila I had left, but I got the mezcal in there, so I might make a mezcal uh, margarita. I think I have enough tequila, maybe for one more. We'll see. But it's been good. It's good though. I had, like got some fresh limes. I got the went. I went to Trader Joe's before I um got home, and got some orange liqueur. They got orange. Man, my Trader Joe's ain't got nothing on yours. They don't. Get... I've learned. I told you, I think they have like we have a whole like basically like I don't have to. I haven't yet to go to like a liquor store. Um, if it's not in the safe in my like grocery store, it's in the, um, Trader Joe's, both grocery stores. But I don't I have yet to go to like a liquor store here. That's dope. Cause although Trader Joe's this past month and a half has become since Charlie's birthday, pretty much mm -hmm. has become a regular weekly visit for me. They don't have a liquor. They have wine. And I think they may have beer mm -hmm. um, and champagne, but they don't have like hard liquor. Oh yeah. They got um, Tito's. They, you, you name it. They got it. I would love to try the orange liquor. I have um the orange liquor I use in here is called grand something. Grand um, no, 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 no. Is it grand? But it's it's, it's something. Um, Drea was here this weekend, and Drea has my freezer Ooh. looking like hey. a liquor freezer. Uh, so there's so many bottles in my freezer that are on the frozen <laughs> side. Um, so I had to like go in there and piece together what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would love to try orange liquor. That sounds well, like this one is good. the the brand one. I don't think they have one. I think I was in a rush. I I wasn't sure. I have to try to go look see if they have like the Trader Joe's. I don't think they have a Trader Joe's liquor though. Now you're gonna have me every state I go to to see if I can find. Just one that has a liquor store in it, basically. It, it be, <laughs> I'm gonna it's ask so them when I go on Saturday why y'all don't sell liquor. <laughs> Even though I know the reason, I'm still saying I'm not happy with that situation. Texas, unfortunately. Well, we kind of went through already. 
what got me going because we started mm-hmm. the pod with that because we were in mid conversation. Um, but what got you going this week? Um, let me see. Two things. So I was getting on the bus, going home, minding my business. And when I'm at the bus station, the bus is empty. And so, but first person um, that was getting on the bus was a guy in a wheel, um, in a motorized scooter. So, you know, they got to let down a little ramp. We're waiting on him. They were taking a little minute. Not, it didn't feel, to me, it didn't feel like a long time. But it was this couple in front of me. And the guy was, who was in the wheelchair was they was trying to like him and the bus driver was trying to like you know swerve him in in like a car in a way they was having trouble they had to you know would you believe out the people mouth in front of me the couple was like hurry up we trying to go home my mouth i said it before i realized i opened my mouth was he's in a fucking wheelchair then he looking at me Go turn their head in embarrassment. Cause I'm like, <laughs> like, what you want him to do? Get up out of his wheelchair to go do to do the shit? Disrespectful. And the funny part to me was like, I didn't know he heard it. Cause once, because he, they took long to the point where the bus driver was like, after they said it, because the bus driver heard him, he would he just lay everybody in the back, did a back way, um, and we just sat down and wait. And after we like, he got ready and dressed. I mean, not ready. He got ready and we had it was ready to leave. He turns around and black like, and whoever he said, whoever the fuck said that, I would take, I would, I would punch you in your face or something, but I don't want to go to jail. Fuckers, he said something. I know he said something with fuckers or something at the end. It was too funny. I thought that was a really cute moment because I'm just the the nerve of people. People up here in Seattle are unnecessarily rude for no reason, and a lot of them can get kicked in their chest. However. I agree. Oh. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I watched this. Remember, I saw you the show about a couple of the throuple? Was it you? I, I like think yes. about that word. Yes, yes. Oh. I feel like you discussed it with me. I even got some people that work into it. But so it's about a couple, no, two couples. They're looking for a third, and it's a little TV show. It's kind of very resembles Love Island, I guess, if you ever mm-hmm. watched those type shows, kind of that. It's good. It's like six episodes out on Peacock. Um, one couple, and then gotta be the gay couple. They do the goddamn most. He, one of them, he getting jealous, and I'm just like, like what the fuck? How are you like? You gotta work through these problems, and he's like, well, I'm not emotional, and he he was projecting. He don't want to be like open and you know to the experience. He getting in this feelings, and they're they're very annoying. But they be it's one couple that's like swapping them out. Fucking them and swapping them. Fuck. <laughs> I, I feel like they're only like at least on a third person. And one girl like with the black couple, she's starting to get emotional. Like as the person who she was like, well, I, I'm, I've never been in a straight relationship because it's like singles. And then there's the couples and mm-hmm. you get to kind of um, spend time first, your first pick, you know, you kind of see if you want to stay. Um, you stay for like two days with them. Then on the third day, you get to say, hey, I want to go meet the other singles. Because in the between time, you're still kind of meeting everybody. And you get to switch. Um, and so the third day, you kind of see, hey, I kind of want to stay with my girl. We've been building. Um, we want to stay with them because we've been building a connection. Or I want to swap. And they be in their feelings. Because it's not like once they swap out for somebody new, they just leave the house. They stay in, in them single groups and somebody else can take them. 
<laughs> and so it's an interesting show. I say if you want to watch something that's not so heavily drama filled or drugs and all that stuff, it's fun. There's only one couple that has been like real successful to the point where they left the house with with, the, with their person. Has anybody that you since you've been watching it has anybody been in the predicament of the couple side mm -hmm. where they try the thruple at the third person and realize that hey this isn't what we thought it was we really don't want to do this? Um, not yet. The gay couple they was having troubles, but they like to the point where like the person itself was like, I feel like y'all should work on your relationship before y'all include a third person. And see, that's my thing just to slightly kind of go a little deeper into this mm -hmm. most relationships that i've seen that end up in these thruple or even like a a threesome type situation and you want to do it consistently and i i believe somebody told me like one time they call them like unicorns mm -hmm. um and you find your unicorn like normally it's one person in that relationship that wants us a lot more than the other one i've rarely seen because i have friends who have done it who who have like equal uh equal or even remotely even like neck and neck mm -hmm. of wanting it as much as each other and normally i feel like it's normally one partner wanting it more than the other partner and the other partner is just doing it to either try to keep that relationship together or for whatever but it ain't it ain't because they genuinely just want to do it so i'm interested to see if i was to ever watch it what does the dynamic of the couples look like because more mm -hmm. than likely, the throttle person, the person that would make it a throttle, they're clearing what they want. Because they're willing to engage in this, knowing that, you know, I'm the third party. Yeah. Not getting how I fit in. And I think everybody's, like, experienced. The single people who are, like, more experienced with it, it is one person, I would say, couple side. Um, and they end up, there were a couple that left with their person um, already to kind of, like, go ahead and try. It was interesting to see their dynamic. I feel like they have to be the most honest out of everybody right now in a sense that the girl was really nervous because um, the guy wanted it. She wanted to try it and do it and, you know, and I think it was interesting to see them to kind of build a relationship. Like they're the only people who haven't swapped out out of the whole show. And it was like build an interesting, like step by step of like how we're getting comfortable. And they do challenges and stuff. They have like a like a relationship therapist who specializes in it also. And so they kind of do these challenges to kind of figure out what it, what they want. And it's good. It's a good watch. If you want to watch something, you know. You encourage it. I encourage it. It's really rare that I watch a dating show. <laughs> Lord. I'm hearing a lot of drama around what's that dating show Love is Blind um, yeah I don't watch that I can't I tried watching it by myself it's something that I would watch with a group of people but I couldn't watch by myself the first season I love and honestly the last season that finished Aaron sometime last year mm -hmm. I kind of liked that season too because it was just a lot of different personalities yeah but I think it's two more in the middle maybe even three I haven't really been able to watch them. Like, the cast has to fit. But I hear it's a lot of drama on this season that maybe either hasn't aired or is airing now. Because I know one of the castmates is suing um, suing the producers of Love is Blind, but Love, and Blind, Love is Blind apparently has sued her beforehand. Oh, it's like a whole mess. Because I guess the person that she matched with this ended up being a total deadbeat, an alcoholic. I was listening to this earlier today. A whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff. Like 
totally not what she had expected. Mm-hmm. And her her fight with it is is that I thought that you vetted. It was under my impression that you vetted these men when you brought them in, and he is like total waste. Damn. So I, I'm like, this is you may encourage me to watch, girl. You may encourage me to do a little watch. You know why I seen it at on TikTok. Um. I gotta get off social media again. It's taking up <laughs> taking up too much of my time. I know folks' business. I don't need to know. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok been getting TikTok with them ads been killing me though. So I, I, I they been getting to my nerves. Oh, you getting a lot of ads? You know I don't do ads. I don't. It's nothing that I pay for. No, I don't pay for TikTok. But there's not too many things that I like viewing that has ads. Well, let me tell you what I'm about to pay for with an ad. I'm about to get this six ninety nine Netflix. I'm so sorry. So babe. I can see this episode, this um, this movie. I want to take that get... shit right back off. I wonder if I can just send you mine. So I, I haven't feel like they haven't been cracking down anymore on it. I don't know. I'm still mad at them from last year. Um, because I, no, I, when I went to San Francisco, I put on my Netflix. I want to say, and it didn't like. How much you anything. pay a month though? I don't know. Something like I don't. I don't know. I don't have any ads. I didn't know. Um, it took me a while to realize that um, Netflix had ads. I don't do ads. I'm sorry. I didn't know they had either. So she tried to sell me the ad account. For six ninety nine, she wanted to give me my ten ninety nine one, but I do want to see that um movie with Kelly Rowland. What's that dude name? Trayvon Tay Rose. Yeah, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I I say try. I give you my stuff. Uh, mine's. I have my own personal one. I appreciate you. Don't uh, it come out today? Probably. I feel it, like it dropped today. It might or tomorrow. It makes sense. I just no. I'm gonna catch it at some point this weekend. I want to go to the um rodeo cook barbecue cook off they have. I'm jealous. Have you ever been? No, I'm jealous. Hmm. They don't got I'm no good to go barbecue up here. We gonna try it out. I'll let you know mm-hmm. on the next part. <laughs>
in front of the camera and do my thing to try to make more money, but it wasn't moving fast enough for her. But I still gave her every dime that I had is what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he worked. I'm giving her my money. I just wanted to get a haircut and look first in front of the camera to pursue my dream. And she wasn't willing to stick that out with me. Hey. Hey. It happens what happens. In my opinion, I, mm-hmm. I so I'm I'm gonna catch twenty two with this one, right? And here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, one of my god kids, um, their mother and father were in a relationship, and the father was a awesome rapper. I will not take that from him. Mm-hmm. He was in a rap group. They were great. Like I remember having my Jeep bumping in my cheek from Tallahassee to Florida to um, Miami, like they were good, but they mm-hmm. were not picking up the traction that was needed to be able to support their families. And one of my biggest qualms with the, the father was you can have these dreams, but you've now produced two kids that have dreams of their own and you need to make sure that you're doing what you need to do for them. I'm not saying put your dreams and and tuck it under your pillow and don't ever look back at it. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have to work even harder now because you have responsibilities. With Desi, so with, with Desi's thing, I'm not hearing that. I don't just like you are not a a huge Desi follower. Mm-hmm. I kind of grew to know who Desi was through Pretty V because I do follow Pretty V in a large beginning when he when he came to my visual. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a lot of sets with her with the skits and different things like that. Um, so I say all that to say, like, he's not telling me it was kids. He's telling me I was in a relationship. I felt like she was the one and she just left me high and dry. I feel like at the time they had to be young, but at the end of the day, women are hypergamy, are hypergamous. And we mm-hmm. are always looking for what's better. And when you're stagnant, sometimes women can be like, yo, this ain't moving fast enough for me. Like she said, I'm out. But I did feel it was kind of crappy if the man bringing you home his check, he's trying while still trying to pursue this dream on the side. It sounded like he was really trying to put in work. It sounds like. Now, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So to me, I kind of felt like it was a little crappy she left him. But and, and also, um, he's pulling at my heartstrings by the way he told the story. Like, you could tell it still hurt him a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's so unfortunate. I think that... <laughs> I, I, so I would say I do sympathize with him in a sense. Like, yeah, you're trying and you want somebody to be there with you through this. I think the reality is that you have to respect people's capacity to kind of support you in certain ways. Um, I, 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 the questions I just had, I was like, I wonder what made her kind of get to that point. If it was just like, well, I kind of want, you know, just the money or, you know, I want to, Birkin bag type stuff, then yeah, that's no. I'm no glad he kind of moved on. But if it's just like I've been working about 40 hours to kind of make sure I still kind of you know support your um our income and I'll kind of do this, or maybe she just got tired of kind of like you know overworking because reality, like I said, when you have responsibilities, it's not saying that you can't follow your dreams. I do think that you have to kind of be cognizant of like how that affects people in your day-to-day life if you have like i said two children 
but you're trying to be a rapper, it's nothing wrong with that, but maybe you have to get a part-time job to kind of support them or kind of find something, an income where you can kind of do both. And it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's, I wonder like what made her, for her to kick him out at 2 a.m., it, I, I, I wonder like what was the cause. And I feel like I want to hear her side of the story. I'm pretty sure her side of the story is somewhere. But, they sent him to his grandma house? Yeah. But I wonder, like, if I wonder what an, could an option be? Well, I can't support you like this. Um, we could still be together. You're just going to have to stay with your grandma. Um, because, and I feel like if that's the case, then yeah. And then, like, I'm going to move, like, a friend in to the second bedroom, or the case may be, and we go split this rent, and we're going to kind of, like, do it like this because I can't, you know, it's, it, life is hard. A lot of people also, have... when did when did you and I I think this I'm not saying every relationship is like this mm-hmm. right but like when did you recognize that she was already she didn't just that night when y'all was in the room and she said you can go was not when she just started feeling that way mm-hmm. she was giving you signs beforehand because women do women are women wear their emotions on their sleeve I feel like men are more likely to come and you think everything's going good and they go ghost so I feel like what signs were you missing in in the relationship to know that she was already kind of had already left? Because when she told you to leave, it's like it's been this thing going around. She had already left. She had probably left like two months before. Yeah, she probably so already kind of thought about it. What I said, what got her to that point where she couldn't like, you know, deal with it? Because I feel like when you are truly, I'll say it just he may have also just lucked up because maybe she wasn't the right one and she wasn't like he he may have felt like that That's or she may clear. not be because i do feel like when you're in love people you kind of tolerate a little bit more but like i said i wonder sometimes love don't pay bills though and in 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 relationship is not about materials or money but i do think like you gotta you gotta find something i feel like when somebody like truly has a dream I would never want to stifle you from your dream unless you have other responsibilities. Like example, the person I was talking about earlier, my God kids that like once you had those responsibilities, the expectation of you grew greater. So either you put in even more time on the work front to make sure that their needs are met and then you do your thing, but you got to find a way to incorporate these new responsibilities that you have. Now with that individual, he did just that. He got himself together after a while and figured it out. Whatever happened with the rap career, I have no idea. But in Desi's situation, I say that, like, he seemed like like my god kid's dad. Mm-hmm. He was trying to do comedy here and there and doing, doing skits. He was constantly trying to hone in on his craft. And sometimes when things don't kick off as quickly as as the viewer or as a supporter would like it, then you lose them. And at some point he lost his support, which was her. Yeah. I'm glad he kept you, going you though. You can't keep it there. But I'm, I'm but for me as a person that would have been in a relationship, depending on how hard I see you working at it, I can never be the one to stifle you from it. Yeah. But if it's causing you a lot of stress to where you, I think it's also. That man was bringing home his check. So what stress I, was he really causing her? You, you don't know. You don't know. It sounded like he was a helpmate. I'm just saying people don't just randomly leave people they love for no reason. So I would I would imagine it has to be something that maybe that we're not aware of and that maybe he can't really fully grasp himself. 
Desi, we would love to have you on the show so we could discuss this further. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Speaking of um, discussing things further, so I've been noticing in the past, what, a few weeks, or I'll say a month now, people on this Ozempic trend. I've been noticing this over a year. And I thought it was like, like the read this is podcast I call this sort of read. Um, and it was talking about how at the um Emmys when Fantasia was talking about seeing one eat that piece in the bag and how everybody was looking at stuff and then so they was like Oprah's over Oprah was over there looking like I'm on Zimpic, I ain't eat in ten weeks, I'm good. And so I think so. Apparently, people on this Ozempic trend trying to get you know lose weight and stuff. It's just understandable, but it's a diet. I didn't know it was like a diabetic uh, medication. To the what point, rock have you been living up under? I mind my business. I don't know about minding your business. What rock have you been living up under? I don't know nobody with diabetes that I can look at their medicine. Okay. Like I knew, like, and I want to say somebody. I want to say somebody definitely told me they did it. I didn't realize this was the medicine they was talking about, because I know it made it made them kind of like sick and stuff a little bit, and not really want to be uh, hungry and nauseous a lot of not most of it. And they it didn't. Was, I feel like we talked about this on the show because there was a whole situation where and maybe it wasn't you, maybe it was Chantel, but there was a whole situation where people were having like these um uh, reactions. De- definitely reactions with stomach issues because of the medication. Oh, I didn't know all that. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, this was like early last year because the first person I know that did it was like that I knew like personally was like in February of last year. And I literally when I found the person did it, I don't, they're not a friend of mine. They were actually a client of my aunt's. Uh-huh. When she said she was on it, I literally got upset. Oh. Because, well, let me let you finish your part before I get into the Ozempic because the Ozempic pisses me off. I just think it's just, I understand people want to lose weight and I think, you know, do it how you want to do it, but be be mindful of, I ain't know people was over there dying over it, but people who have diabetes are like, not a medicine is, is a shortage of people on this trend. And I think that ain't right. That's not fair because like you can easily stop it. If you're like taking it, if you're not just, you know, if you're not diabetic, but people with diabetes have to take this. For the rest of their lives, Bernard, you hit it right on the head. And I come from a family of pure diabetics. My great, great, hold up. My great, great grandma had -hmm. diabetes and was an amputee, had no legs. My great grandma was an amputee, diabetic, insulin dependent, had nothing from the ankles down. My grandma was a diabetic, insulin dependent. And then my aunties and uncles were diabetics. My grandma's siblings. Um, No, I'm not a diabetic. I was like, you don't no, do you want to stock up? I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. Thank God my mom and her siblings don't have it. Oh, and okay. um, me and my cousins don't have it. But it does run heavily on my maternal mm-hmm. side of my family. And one of the things that like really irked me about the whole medication thing was like people are literally going without because people are so vain and selfish to want to lose weight but won't take their ass outside and walk. But you want to take medication from something that is helping someone maintain their lives. Mm-hmm. 
I have friends who are diabetics and not because, oh my God, they just ate so much sugar. Cause that's not the only thing that will, that in and of itself is not because, oh, you ate cake all the time, that you're going to get diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend that caught diabetes. Um, and he, literally when he got to college and went into a slight diabetic coma, like at the end of the day, life throws you some curveballs. And if yeah. you are insulin, insulin dependent, diabetic, the key word in that is dependent, which means that your life is dependent upon this medication for those people who are taking it for the vain usage of wanting to lose weight. It irks the daylights out of me. Um, more power to you. But I feel like it should not be being used in that in that stage, in that sense. I'd rather y'all go cut yourselves open and suck it out. <laughs> or nip and tuck or whatever the hell you gotta do, then you take away from somebody that has a dire medical need for this medication. I feel like the world is just vain and just ugh, I don't even have the words for it. Like when I think of it, it just irks me because I could not think of God forbid somebody else close to me in the family gets diabetes and they need it. And mm-hmm. because of this trend, because that's exactly what this is, this trend, definitely um, is. people now need it. And then the other part that gets me is, and I said this about a lot of different things, but this one mm-hmm. I truly mean. What happens when you get off that medication that you've been on for months at a time and something happens with your sugar levels and you're not able to regulate it and now you become insulin dependent because you took something that your body didn't need mm-hmm. it's like god coming and being like i don't think i think health wise i don't think people think long term long term down the road um like i said i can't expect everybody to think long term but i i think for me at least also for just like long term like how this health looks like and i don't feel like a lot of people kind of they do that you know do certain things to their body and there's just like you know i you know i think if you want to bbl or breast implants go ahead and get them i think that i i would say point to me outside of donatella versace um who has breast implants at 80. I think that when people, you know, you have this money now and not saying, you know, it's motivation, but what does it look like if you don't really can't afford after eight years of having your breast done and you don't have the $8,000 to kind of like 8,000, I think it's 10, five a pop. But kind of, you know, what happens when I think you should just be really mindful. I think in a moment things look well, but see how that works with your body. But yeah. Yeah, but long-term effects. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. What will be the long-term effects? And I, I, I really think, like I, I'm telling you, watch it be like an uptick. Mm-hmm. Just some, something about this ain't right. You're altering, first of all, your blood sugar levels, and technically, you're not in need of it. And then it has the adverse reaction of causing you to lose weight. And trust me, one thing I can say. The way this medication gets them to lose weight, they look damn good. I'm not throwing that away. Oprah? But at at what cost and at whose expense? My only thing is that how I think is the same way I think about any like surgery or just thing you do to your body. I think do them. If that's what you want to do, do them. Just be mindful. But also, if you want to exempt it but haven't changed your eating patterns, go ahead and put that shit down. 
If you are on Ozempic and you don't work out or do these things, I do think you should put it down because all you're going to back go do is go revert back to your old eating habits when eventually you do stop. And, and I feel like, like how, you know how like medication example, people may go and do, I forgot. The, um, it's, this is the one medication that people do. I've even done it. I can't think of the name of it, but it's this pill you take. And baby, when you stop taking that pill, you blow back up like a balloon. Mm. Um, so it's making me wonder when they get off of this Ozempic, what will be the results? Because you don't drop about 40, 50. But what happens when you get off of it? You can't live on it forever. No. Unless you have to. Yeah. Speaking on living on forever. So, <laughs> Chris Brown has been in the topics once again. And it's because, so the celebrity basketball team, um, they do it every year. It was weird that they like went and like, you know, agree, you know, kind of went and secured Chris Brown as one of the celebrities. And then like, you know, and it wasn't like they did it that same day and it took away the next day. They waited until like what, a few days before the game or a day before the game? I don't think it was a day before the game because the other option was offered for him to come and actually just be be invited to come and he had he had opted not to but i think it was maybe maybe a week or so before mm -hmm. it was enough time for him to be like i ain't coming at all but it's still weird that like and that's i think the ad, um the advertisers um was threatening to pull out and that's why they changed their mind that's where but... ruffles came in at oh ruffles was a sponsor but so you know my thing is like i said i i can understand why some people i think rihanna has forgiven him i do think that what his even still to this day the people who are um his sexual assault cases his stuff with Chrissy chan um tan i think sometimes i can understand from a point of view of he's been doing these things even when he's he is quiet for a while when he does come back sometimes it's usually between mess like he was just fighting usher like you know supposedly not too long ago and i think his behavior sometimes doesn't help how these decisions are made however i do think that i'm not saying we should give somebody who hit um i don't i don't know the situation for him and rihanna well but that was like when he was what still 18 19. I don't even think he was 21. And then, but to me, you can't have that same thing, but yet let Dr. Dre do a whole halftime show. Have we all not watched uh, Michelle A and another woman, um, how he unboxed Michelle A up? And so it's just like, how do you hold people accountable and how do you pick and choose to do these things? And I think, like I said, it's really that sometimes he is in the media a lot when he is on the media um kind of like going back and forth or some something but i do think that at this point we need to choose to i don't think people should be penalized for supporting him i think you, should, you can just listen to his music or you cannot this is one time where i can agree with you bernard i feel like um a couple of things with chris brown right i feel like his mm -hmm. optics will always be negative um and it's unfortunate because I feel like certain incidences for him were isolated uh, isolated from every incident honestly has been isolated from Rihanna. Rihanna was a specific incident that occurred 
and I think I will probably take this to my grave that I do not think that that was just Chris. I think that Rihanna played a major part in it because I will never forget this. I remember him biting her wrist, and the, and I was I I I don't know. And he bit hard I think, too. I think I had just graduated from college, maybe, but it was it was right around that era of time. Damn, was that long? Because if he was if he wasn't twenty one yet, and I was twenty one when I graduated college, it it's like two between two thousand and nine and two thousand and twelve. It's right up in that era, but it's it been over ten be. years. Damn. So, so what I'm going to say to it is that to me, a grown man, a man, period, mm-hmm. a boy, a high school boy is not going to a bite in a fight. Let, let, let's, let's, let's hypothetically think about that. Yeah, the only person wrong. I know who bit in a fight is Mike Tyson. And he bit another man in the ear during a fight. They did. They bite us somebody they losing. But um, my my question is, how do we get her wrist in our mouth to bite it? Like, what was really going on? And because of the society we live in and in public opinion, he hit a woman, he attacked a woman, he assaulted a woman. It it doesn't matter what she did. But I wish we really got away from that because a lot of men are placed in compromising ass situations. Mm-hmm due to women i am not saying that we do not have a lot of men in this world mm-hmm. that are not abusers and that is their lens that is who they are but the two are not mutually exclusive i understand what you're saying and i and i'm I, and i i i also don't agree that there should have been any attacking in any ways both parties were had the responsibility to keep their hands to themselves mm-hmm but I feel like the amount of energy that is put in towards holding this man back for this many years is totally uncalled for. I do Even think, if she had not forgave him, it's totally uncalled for. I do think that it doesn't help, like I said, with the other stuff, because it also, like, it was a, it was a rumor that, you know, when he goes to clubs, he don't allow, allow dark-skinned women in his section. His preference. I don't like it. I don't condone it. That's his him. preference. I think that we're going to have to get to a point where certain people will either support them or you don't. I think depending on what they did, it's just, it's just, I guess it, it can see, I was more so what I'm trying to say, it just seems confusing on like where they are with him. And then if I'm confused, I know he has to be even more confused on what he's allowed to do. And he's not allowed to do like, He's allowed to still get number one hits, but he's not allowed and still have music on Apple, but he's not allowed to kind of like he hasn't really performed at no um shows. Um but you I think still, it was the AMAs that he was um, he was the, taken the out AMAs. of the AMAs, the, or the, VMAs? the AMAs or the VMAs was taken out of for the mm-hmm. for the Michael Jackson tribute. And somebody brought up a valid point on um on Breakfast Club, I think it was or it or it was um Houston's local radio. One of the two this mm-hmm. week, you wanted to stop the woman beater from performing at the child molesters tribute. Like, who holds a higher weight? Who, 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 who? Yeah. Like which person is holding the higher weight here? That's what I'm saying. It's just it's <laughs> it's confusing. Like I said, we're not like Dr. Dre, like he we've known this. He it's been documented in a sense, and so it's just like 
it can seem confusing, especially when you have people like Woody Allen who married his his stepdaughter or um, Mel Gibson. And instead of, and not by all means, like I said, I listen to Chris Brown. I'm not trying to, I'm just looking at it from an objective point of view in a sense that it does nothing to me because if I don't want to see his stuff, I can just log off. Some A lot of people, he has enough fan base where he people do want to see him. But I don't know. I digress. It's very challenging. Like I sometimes, and when I say my heart goes out to him, not in some old pity, but it it does go out to him. Love, how long must you pay for this? Mm-hmm. Like it, she's not dead. She's not significantly, at least outwardly, hurt from the situation. I don't know if it caused her trauma, but I could tell you at this point, it's caused him trauma too. So, what do you do? Like we have to find ways of moving beyond and then we should not be so hypocritical as a society to forgive one versus the other i'm very interested to see what's his name major um it's not major what's his name oh asap rocky no the one who um oh jonathan majors i'm interested to see how the world begins to accept him as he begins to reacclimate back into society like will he be totally blackball five years from now from from roles and etc or will he be forgot forgiven because a it was against a white woman and b he was found guilty on one of those charges oh no when you when you black you are automatically criminalized for the rest of your life i i just want to see how it plays out for him because if it's playing out like this for chris brown and he was and I, I'm, he wasn't technically a child but he was a child when that transpired in 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 the mental mm-hmm I, I want to see how this plays out for Jonathan Major, who was well in his 30s. That's true. That's a good point. I, I'm just interested to see how it plays because baby society has a way of condemning you forever when they want um, to. Some people deserve it. Some people, you know, I think that if, like I said, it's, it's hard to kind of sometimes make argument when I know like he have Chris Brown has had problematic behaviors outside of it. Um, yeah. But Y'all, let's take a break. I'm and, here for it. All right. Well, I will call you guys. In the, well, I will not call you guys. We will <laughs> go figure, fill your call. drinks. <laughs> somebody calling me. <laughs> we all heard somebody was calling you. That vibration was deep, okay? <laughs> I'm like, oh. But yeah, y'all, let me, um, let's take a break. I got to refill my cup anyway. Um, see you back in a minute. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hope you filled your drinks and I definitely answer my call. <laughs> I'm Max. I did put my phone in, um, on Do Not Disturb, or at least my laptop. I somehow got off of it. Is my laptop on Do Not Disturb? It was just somebody who I think maybe, maybe because, you know, I think your phone categorizes people automatically. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you have them on your favorites. Oh, they are one of my favorites, yeah. Favorites, <laughs> All right, for the technical difficulties. Oh, do you hear it? A little bit. I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> I can't hear it fully, but I heard like the initial thing. <laughs> My Apple Music started playing. Lord. <laughs> but yeah, so. Back to these hot topics, y'all. So, 
I thought it was interesting that um, I was watching a view and I um because I feel like I vaguely see it, but I didn't pay attention. I got a, a better story about um Trump and his um sneakers. So Trump already has to pay like I want to say it's like three hundred and forty millions or something. I want to say it's in that ballpark um for inflating his assets um and tell and to the bank inflating assets to the bank which is a side note i always think it's weird when like really rich people get in trouble for like lying about certain things how they just get like a lot of fines versus like people who are you know not on an economic status go to jail it is just interesting and it's not just trump it's like stuff people like wells fargo um you it's it, it goes deep and it just makes it it's a lot it's a whole different conversation but Trump has some like knockoff Gucci looking sneakers to pay back that and also that 84 million. He got to pay that lady um, that he sexually assaulted. And it's as weird that his like his sneakers was not only sold out, like you said, it's just. How are we still supporting him? I. It's just amazing. I just don't understand, like, the people, especially people, if you are broke, if you do not make $400,000 um, or more and receive tax breaks, because all he does is give tax breaks to the rich and have us pay for it. And so it's just weird that he gets to, like, do this throughout the media and, like, nobody, he actively says that he's going to be a dictator. So tax breaks to the rich. And people, we live in an era where everybody think they're rich. Or everybody think they can acquire what rich has. So he gets a lot more supporters than just the rich. He gets the person that's on Instagram seeing a rich person and going to they, their seminars in hopes of one day being rich so that when they do get there, they feel like they can get these same tax breaks that he offering during this four-year term. I... I have, I remember his last, his last term, well, the last election, and people were like, oh, he don't lie, and I remember watching something, and I forgot what it was, and as every lie that he told in the, what do, you, what do they call them when they do them, um, like the, the, when they go against each other? Oh, fact checks? No, when they, when the two primaries go up, it was at the debates, and he was like, um, unemployment is the lowest it's ever been. Lies. And then all of a sudden you see the flash up of what is what it is, and it's pretty much the highest, right? Um, he said something else, and like you literally saw the fact checking happening um from what he said the night before to then. And mind you, I had watched it the night before. Mm -hmm. So I remember what he said, and I'm watching I think it was the news the next morning, like fact checking him. And I'm like, but people will run off of this. They don't care. Um and he runs he he keep he has a it's to me, it reminds me of like mega churches. He has a good talk game. Mm -hmm. He appeals to who he feels he needs to appeal to. He appeals to those who are going to go out and vote. You know, I'm mad about, have you seen, um, I just posted on my stories, um, because Amanda said something I said before I even seen her video about this one man. Um, Amanda Seals? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, this one man on Fox was like, he Trump knows how to... Um, Cater to his people. He was like gleeing with like a smile. It was like he's gleeing to black people. And you know what black people like? They like sneakers, basically. And this is what and 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 him saying that 
is what I want to say about how I feel about when people do respectability politics and they do all these things. I understand that what you're trying to do, but I understand that no matter what you do, a lot of people who don't want to see black and brown people succeed in whatever some form of way, whether they are conscious of it or unconscious of it through their structures, they will all see you as a nigga, an aggressive ass nigga. And it's unfortunate that the people who are talking about America is struggling the economy, but they're buying these sneakers, these $400 sneakers. One man paid $1,000 for these sneakers. They like, they, and they look like some cheap dollar store knockoff of a Gucci. I, 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 you know, I, so I seen the sneakers last weekend. I felt like, yeah, it was last weekend. Cause my boy, uh, earlier this week, my boyfriend showed them to me earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like, you know, Trump got sneakers. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I remember the first thing I said when I seen them was they actually look pretty hard. They're ugly. I'm so disappointed. Nah, I like them. I like They're them. Would I buy them? Hell to the no. But do I like them? They 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 are a stylish sneaker. Um, you know, go ahead. They look like um, what's some them sneakers we had back in um with Rev Run daughter. Pastries. Okay, pastries. There you go. That's what they look like, pastry shoes. Let me pull up the picture again, because that's not what I saw. I'm so done with you. They're ugly. I can't stand them looking shoes. Honestly, they like like a knockoff of Gucci shoes. Mm -mm. I like them. I remember my boyfriend saying, who walk around with some gold shoes? I said, Omegas. But then... But I thought it was cute, even with the flag. But I, was like, I, I wouldn't wear them. But I didn't think that they were bad looking shoes. Like I said, if I think the unfortunate part, I think if Trump wins, I do feel like we're gonna get into World War Three. And I come from a family of seven. Um, I can't be um, just understand. I can't be put back in a draft. Thankfully. Um. I'm so done with you. Mm-hmm, I did my years. You can't. Um, nope. I cannot be put back in. I feel um, like if we, I feel like we are going to get Trump. I do. If feel he's like able that. to, if he, if he's able to make it all the way through, I feel like we are going to get Trump. I feel like unfortunately it's going to look pretty for a couple of years, maybe the first two years. People are going to feel like they got what they wanted, and then I feel like it's going to be like it was towards the end. All hell will break loose. And then somebody else will be able to, will have to come in and fix what the hell he did. And the spiral will be a black woman, as usual, is cleaning up America. But, but, but and, and, and I was listening to something, I don't know, I had an aha moment, and someone said the only person who was eligible to possibly have a running chance against Trump to run is Biden, is Biden because Biden beat Trump. And I was like, damn, that does make sense. And I, I can understand people saying that Biden is old, and okay, I can you, want to, you want me to still stand on my ten toes? I said on last podcast. He is. No, no, no. And I'm not. We understand this. I don't feel like age necessarily dictates somebody's. Um, I think people can grow as you older because I always feel like, what do you? How do you feel about yourself when you're 80? But if the if you don't want Biden, who? I do think the Democrats are like being very lackluster with how they're promoting what they're doing and their success and how I do feel like I wish more celebrities would get more involved to kind of you know get to voting as we watched the video earlier you sent me about how the House Republicans um, seats are a lot of them are up with majority and like what 33 Senate uh, House of Senate up and like I said 
people call Obama a bad president, but he also didn't have the support at he had a Republican House and Senate. And so they knocked everything he'd had back, kind of what they did with Biden and student loans. And so I'm saying that you can't just vote for the president, but I just thought it was interesting. We and he eight. have a, I feel like he has a split House of Rep, and then he has a Republican Senate. Who, um, Biden right now? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think it's... I think he has the um, House. I think he, um, the Senate is the um, Republicans. Something is split because I remember at the beginning of the presidency, what's the what's the what's the VP name? Kamala. Kamala had to go in at least once or twice to be the deciding vote because it was split. All the Republicans voted for the for the no or the yes, and all the whatever it was, they were split. Oh, when it was vote. like voting for the speaker or something like that. It, and it, it was, was something they was voting for. So if the house is the house is split. So if it's however many it is in the house, two hundred mm-hmm. and something. 130 is this, the other 130 is that. I'm just throwing out a number. I forget how many is in the house. I'm going to have to look at it. I thought it was, it was pretty serious. I believe the Senate is like 51 or 52. Unless it just changed. And, but I know, if I'm not mistaken with the Senate, I feel like the Republicans have the Senate. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, the shoes, albeit, I, I feel like it's a, it's a ploy. Um, they're cute, in my opinion. Um. I think he's going to win. Yes. Will I still vote just to hope for a change? Yes. I hope everybody vote, but you know, you know, it's weird. Now we can get off to this. Now I work with vulnerable populations. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to what, what that I work with vulnerable populations, people who are experiencing homelessness and it's not to critique what their thought opinion is, but they want, a lot of them are for Trump. And it's just weird because I'm like, hey, you know, I can't, you know, I don't say anything. It's not my place to say anything to a client or anything. It's interesting. I'm like, you know, his party want to cut off social services. So it's just, what? Because they feel like they're going to be rich one day. Okay. It's not the right now. It's what they feel like in the future. Okay. Like I said, it's weird. Uh, I come with a salary already, so I can live I in my grandma. I just want to pause, right? Because since I've been on the phone, with, on this phone, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> since I've been on this pod with you, I have seen JT out on date night with Solange, and I think it is just the cutest thing. They're at a symphony. City Girls? Yes. They're at a symphony in Italy, and I think it is the most adorable thing. I can see that. And it's not like a, it's not like, like when I say date, like they just went out as a girls' night to, yeah. But it's called. She put it as like date night. I'm sending it to you, and I just think it's like so dope. I can see that. I love I really, that for JT. She, I she think, is different. I think she could use that to separate herself from Miami. Not saying she has to, but I think that it's something that I do feel like Beyonce is keep trying to do, um, which is very smart. It's like you have to make yourself a brand. Jennifer Lopez kind of did. Jessica Simpson did it. She was singing, but she has a shoe still. And J-Lo. I love her shoes. I was about to buy some the other day. I wish Mariah Carey did her goddamn heels when she was supposed to, but she didn't know how to make herself into a brand. But you got a valid point because, and and and, and I, I give Carisha all her props. Carisha is her brand. Yeah, she Carisha she has, has her own lane. Carisha has honed that, and if she keeps honing it, she will be she will be great. And yeah. the, the people who she appeals to will always be her people because they will always exist. And I feel like JT, like you said, is trying to break out into that. Um, and I feel like that's great for her. 
Yeah. And I, so instead of instead of being like a hermit, like she had been trying to be, I uh-huh. think she's realizing if you want to make it out here, you're gonna have to have something else going on. Look, Jay Z is not nowhere near my top ten favorite rappers, but I do like a lot of things he says sometimes. And when he said that, what are you gonna do when you're not hot anymore? Because every no matter who you are, you're not gonna be hot no anymore. What are you gonna have to really diversify? And I think a lot of artists should do that. Tiana I'm also Taylor. just still in love with the fact of seeing a little girl from Opalaka, where I went to elementary school at, and fucking Italy with Beyonce's sister. I, I just, mm-hmm. for me, it's it's a smile on my face. Like I'm like, oh. Honestly, I love it. I love it for I, her. I, I love it because it's just like it's like this is my back door, and you you like literally right there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of back doors, so y'all, we go just go ahead and talk about Monique. So, if you're not familiar, Monique, um, son, I want to say, did we talk about the son in his um beforehand, or was it just Monique? We talk, no, we talked about her interview. We never so, talked about the son because the son happened right after we recorded it last time. Yeah. So, like um the girl on TikTok Valley Watch, um, I'm gonna give you the synapses in a sense in a very quick, short, few sentences. Basically, um, Monique's son basically was like. Respectfully, she ain't shit, but I, I wish the best for her. Um, I don't really really relationship with her, but I, don't, I need you to stop lying on my lane, name. And I don't have a relationship with you because you, you're, it takes two to tango. And because your husband and your actions, I'm okay at this no, point. No, 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 no. Because of your daddy. Daddy. Oh, let me say, because of your daddy. I'm good. I've tried to have a relationship with you. I'm good. Monique then responds with her daddy about, I don't know, it was just a weird ass video. Like the moment I seen it, I was like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? They didn't address nothing they talked. They said they're bringing up the fact that he needed, like, it was like he's a 32 year old man needing the thing. I was like, hey, that's they validated child. everything that man said in his. The video. moment they said that, I was like, "That's still your child." Does a child still not need help? Sometimes I was like, "I think people sometimes people think parenting stops when you they leave your house," and I'm like, "Well, that's not how that works." So then you can't be mad when they don't want to have a relationship with you after they leave the house, because it seems like Monique is. You can. It feels like she don't want to hold herself accountable. Because even his recent video was after like her son responded to her video. I was like, this will be my last time responding. Just understand, you didn't. You basically proved my point. Um, she responded again. Yeah, the video I sent you. Oh, uh, another oh. thing. I, I didn't know if that was a video. I didn't click it. I thought it was just. I didn't. I didn't even know what I thought it was. I didn't mm-hmm. click it. Oh, she was. Um, so she did it on stage and basically said, um, "It's that mindset I think some parents have, and I think they. I feel like it's really, really toxic. Is that." I did all this for you, and this is how you, you, you I grew up. Somebody, um, I raised you for you to disrespect me. Fuck you and fuck them kids. And the audience was like, yeah, this is, you know, that whole trope of like honor. And I think it's, it, I want to say it's a generational or a group of people that think about honor thy father, whatever the Bible says and shit. Honor thy father, thy mother, and, or the respect your elders type thing. And they think that they can be disrespectful to their children or whoever the kids can be because they're, the tradition is supposed you're supposed to respect these people. And yeah, people agreeing with her in the an audience. And disappointed. You won't catch me at a Monique show, but 
And I said, that's between her. I just, if that's what she would talk about, I'm not interested. If she would talk about, like, I'll watch a special, but I'm not interested now going to Wendy's shop. I've seen her before live, and I'm okay. So I've said this in the past, and I'll say it again. There is no rule book to parenting. Um, and I, I feel that people going into it most times, going to it with whatever perception mm -hmm. that they have of it, and that perception can come from the examples that they've been shown from what they, and also what they feel that they want to alter or change to make it into what they want it to be. That's fine. But just because it doesn't come with a rule book doesn't mean that it comes with the automatic acceptance that your child feels that you've done your best. And this is a perfect example of it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like Monique's feeling like, well, I was doing ABCD to make sure that you had a good life while he's like, Negro, you wasn't us. So, and and he he made such such direct quotes like you thank this person for being more of a parent to me than you ever was. That's deep. Mm -hmm. Like he he didn't he didn't just say his piece. Like he brought other people into it to justify what he heard and also justify what he felt. And I I I feel like as a parent she should have let it go. Yeah. He didn't call you out your name. He thanked mm -hmm. you for what you did do because he could not take away the fact of the financial help that you provided for him. Mm -hmm. and he acknowledged that, but he just didn't agree with the fact that you were there as a parent. As what encompasses a parent. A parent is not just your money, it's your time, your attention, your love, and your care. Mm -hmm. And those were the things that he felt that you were lacking outside of your financials. And that is his experience. It's the same thing with trauma. Trauma is based off of someone's experience. Uh -huh. I could go through one thing, you go through the exact same thing, and we walk away with two different experiences. Yours may be trauma, mine may not be, or vice versa. So this child, young adult, whatever, has his experiences, and you cannot, I feel like at the bare minimum, she should empathize with him as a parent and move the fuck on. But she couldn't even do it in therapy. Because I want to say one of the things, they went, they actually, like, no, he said he tried, in a sense, but he wasn't, she wasn't willing to kind of, like, say that what I said before. Before, she wasn't budging on the fact and I think I think sometimes it is hard for I think a lot of parents to accept that we understand like I do agree with you there's no real but to come with parenting I think unfortunately that and it goes through all situations in life I feel like just because you feel like you gave your best your best really couldn't have been if the best was 10 your best might have just honestly equal to one and that's and it's unfortunate and, and nobody's blaming you but I and I think it seems or appears based off his conversation that he kind of tried in different ways. It's just you wouldn't, she wasn't really accepted of it. And you see that when they she weren't receptive of each other. And yeah. he, he clearly said that without saying the exact words I said of, mm -hmm. we were just missing the mark with each other. And I'm okay with that. But don't paint a perception of something else on social media. Because at the end of the day, I didn't know she had that son. Did I know about the twins? Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know she had a son after the twins. Same. But I knew she had them twins. And because of how long ago it was, I didn't even know they were adults now. But to know that he existed, and I never knew about his existence, she opened us up this Pandora's box that she is now dealing with. Because he could have stayed in the in the shallows over there in the in the in the, mm -hmm. in, the in the dark. And no one would have ever made a, a qualm about it. But because you woke him up to say his piece. And not walking around here feeling like, oh, I'm a jaded son. No, it's you. You've created this narrative. 
Which is weird because, like, you know, I've never seen it. I've never seen interviews, but until like now, because he said it in the club, she said she was interested in being um, a mom, and she openly said it. And she, and I've seen like um, now like clips of other interviews. So she's saying that she was interested in being a parent at that time, and so it's interesting that you can admit that, but somehow you expect him to be this like obedient or whatever the case. How you want him to follow whatever view you feel like he should the role he should play. You know, all I can do is wish the best for them, and you know, it is very unfortunate. You know, I would prefer I not. What expectations leads to disappointments, and both of them had expectations, and both of them have been left disappointed. But I do feel like for her versus him, it's gonna hurt her, um, her, her following, her, her support, <laughs> and you already have the knocks against you for other things. So why start beefing your own house? Literally, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And then also, the other part that really got me was daddy. <sighs> it was like that. I, I, I <laughs> it's not a cult, but I feel like she's she's under some form of control at this point because I feel like if he wasn't in her ear telling her to come and make a rebuttal to his his initial post, nothing would have been said because. Her rebuttal, and one of the things she said was, and the part that I really want to address is me and daddy. Your main part, I felt like she was like a Nicki Minaj in a geriatric center. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, I'm going to be Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj in, the, in the old folks' home. I'm going to stick by my man, my man, my man, my man. You could have stuck by him and stuck by your child by being MF and quiet. Because when she to... came to go get that disclaimer about her son, that was the point where you made to me, just listening to it, that was the part where I felt like she justified everything he said. Oh, you always knew blah, 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 blah as uncle. So, yeah, when I said no, you excluded that child. Mm -hmm. I do not call my stepfather daddy. I do not call him dad. I call him by his name, and we have a nickname that I use as well. But when I refer to him, I refer to him as my father, my stepfather. When he refers to me, he refers to me as his daughter. No, I that, can't that's say the no same. No matter the scene, the area, the the location we are in. So when you want to decipher a difference, but you're playing the role of a father, and no, and my father was just as present as it seemed like his daddy was present. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not understanding. So you you helped him foster exactly what he said and then you came through and justified it in the video mm -hmm. she deserves everything that's coming towards her i can't i can't say God i disagree don't like ugly. Hey. so we can move on yeah. so i agree to disagree so i'm gonna do this one mm -hmm. please do <laughs> So I'm really interested to see how me and Bernard fare on this topic. And I'm going to pose it to Bernard. As many of you know, there was a Memphis woman who was arrested this week and charged with child abuse. Um, I believe her daughter is five years old. And the mom works as a, um, I don't know what you would call that, but a person who does waxes. Mm -hmm. um, and she posted something along the lines of she had her daughter do like, how many waxes? 24, 25. Waxes in a day, and she had been From working 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. 7 a.m. that morning to 5 p.m. in the afternoon. 
Um, and the waxes that she was doing was more like Brazilian bikini waxes. So it's within the vaginal area of a woman and or, I don't know, men, because men get waxed too. Um, and it brought a lot of traction to social media. I just got done having a full-fledged argument with my auntie about it earlier today. So it's popping. Bernard, um, was Memphis wrong or right? They were right. The charger. Okay. I... I think it'd be a difference if, like, maybe the child was, like, doing nails. Um, I do think we should add, get out the um, mind frame because I was, it's a world outside of, of America. And there's kids who are five years old who chop coconuts, who cook, as we see on, if you have it, if that's not on your algorithm, um, TikTok um, in certain countries. So they have kids who are capable of, like, holding the, a capacity. However, what I did not agree with um and that's when i think when i first seen it i thought of it i was like huh i wish but then i thought about like i guess be like how did that work was she in a room with the child doing the wax even then i feel like it opens the door to a lot of like pedophilic um pedophilic um notions because she's five years old She's touching other women's vaginas, and even if she could comprehend it, I think that I, as a if I had to be a parent, wouldn't trust that because I I can't you can't dictate. I don't know if she left the woman alone with them. I think it's it's a way you can't expose your children to kind of like you know being. How can I say it? I think it's where you can expose your children to certain things, but I do think I would be more concerned, and I would I disagree with her having her doing waxes. Like if she had doing like maybe finger, no toes, eyebrow wax, and helping her in that capacity. But I think that I don't trust strangers enough around a five year old doing a bikini wax. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy we chose this as a degree to disagree. <laughs> you disagree? <laughs> I'm conflicted. And I'm going to tell you, right? Uh -huh. So um, before I say what I'm going to say, I want to be crystal clear. Would I have my five-year-old do this? Hell no. Um, do I feel internally that it was the most appropriate thing? No. Now, here's what else I feel. I feel like people today love social media as we have talked about previously in these podcasts mm -hmm. and they will do anything for clickbait do i think that a five-year-old has the attention span to sit there and wax from seven to five hell no be surprised let me let no, no 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 let me add to that that's like telling me that cat williams read how many books a year three thousand or something yes. like that that's a hell no um but then i'm gonna i'm gonna add to that let's add to that I saw the attention span. Um, me as an adult woman coming in and having your five-year-old in the room while I'm being waxed and I'm paying you would be a, would be a no. no. So how many women declined that, right? Mm -hmm. And then also I'm wondering about her strength to be able to pull off the wax. It is so many factors that went into that. But do I believe that she had a daughter there? Do I believe that some women probably allowed the child to probably pull a piece just to see what it felt like? Absolutely. Do I feel that 
the kiddo may have been inquisitive about what mom does for work? Yes. Do I feel that mom may have should have used better judgment? Yes. But do I feel like she's wrong to have shown her what she did? I don't know what today's society of kids because they're they're over here singing my my booty hole brown and my coochie pink pink, and they may not know what a coochie is, but you know what a booty hole is because they be like, oh your booty. I'm gonna Ooh. need you to stop using sexy red like we ain't have um little Kim. Did I not wrap? Did I not wrap them legs? I'm using the today. I'm not. I'm not saying that it didn't exist back then. I understand. But what I am saying is what women, not what women. What adults are allowing children to do now versus then. So I'm going to use another example because I used this with my auntie when I was talking to her earlier today. I had an auntie hit me up about two, three years ago, and she was so mad. This is my dad's sister. And she was really, really mad. And she was like, you know, this person is showing their children, their child gun safety, and they, they have the child playing with a gun on a video, but it was really gun safety. Mm-hmm. And... When she showed it to me, she because at the time I was in child welfare, I was like, yeah, auntie, I totally get, I understand where your brain went. Mm-hmm. I can get how it went there. But then I show her a video of a five-year-old with a shotgun and out in, the, out in the country in the woods, and these parents have their kids learning how to utilize guns for hunting purposes. So what is the difference? She was literally illustrating to her child and having her child know how to disarm a gun. And then let's let, let's bring it back. How many kids do we see shoot other kids? Yeah, I'm not. So so and and I'm I'm going I'm going to now take this back to her showing her child how to wax. Do I wonder if the child had the capacity to understand this is what adults do? That you cannot go and grab my wax and go wax your friend who don't got no hair down there? Is that five? Mm-hmm. You can't go wax nobody's little son? That this is a private part and no one should be ever touching there without consent and at the appropriate age? These are all... It's so many things I wonder. And because kids now and in the past, comprehension levels are so different. I have a cousin right now, her three or four year old daughter's comprehension level is so well beyond her age. It's scary. Mm -hmm. Like my little cousin is just so freaking smart. So understanding of the world and how it works that it's crazy for her age. So if, if she was to tell me at five, that the little girl learned how to wax, I'll be like, "Eh, that's weird. But she will understand she could not do it at school. She could not do it to her friends. Only when mommy is supervising and it's agreed upon an adult to get it done. But also, I feel like the mom at hand, I would have shown my child this, but I wouldn't have shown it on a vaginal area, an underarm pit, a, a, a patch on a leg, a, a lip, an upper lip, I can agree an eyebrow. That. But we didn't need to go to the vaginal area because of her age and trying to break down that understanding. That's a lot. And like I said, it, it could be very possible the child understands this. Like I said, if the mom set the correct limits, because we see kids who graduate in college at like 13. Now, I know damn sure it wasn't going to be me. But, um, or I. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do understand. I, get, I, I can see kind of where you're coming from in a sense. I kind of like what I, said, what I said with the kids in the machete, basically. Like there are kids who can comprehend these things. Um, I guess I just don't trust people, and isn't so. I understand. I can agree with you as far as the comprehension. I'm not really sure. Like so, what I prefer also, like I said, 
if she was doing like underarms or like eyebrows or kind of like, you know, she was doing nails or like feet, I can, I can understand that. I wouldn't be mad at that. I just think that you have to be very careful and I'd be more concerned how your child is interpreting it. But I would love to poll a crowd too of how many people would let a five-year-old wax them? First of all, and then wax their vaginal area. That is a painful area to wax. And who said a woman, all the women are clean? Exactly. Because I've heard, so I've never waxed. And I, at least down there. And I, I, for me, it's just a hell no. Um, so for when, when what I've heard from people who have wax is that some women come in with odors. Mm-hmm. Well, all type of STDs. That, you seen that video that with in that video with that lady, that um, that black lady, she wearing all pink and she laughing. That's mm-hmm. a wax. It's a fit. You you have to have see. It's a lady. The moment they open the door, she start laughing, and she she go like I don't, I can't really demonstrate it, but she start like laughing and dying, like crying and stuff. Or whatever she's doing, she's being real dramatic. But she's going to a wax appointment, and maybe somebody stank or something like that. See, mm-hmm. but they they talk about it. Mm-hmm. They, the, these wax waxers talk about it. So I would, I don't, that's nothing. I wouldn't expose my child to that because now I have to explain not just that this is sometimes the things of what women do, but also some women don't carry appropriate hygiene. Some women carry these diseases. Well, mommy, where did diseases come from? Then I got to explain to you sex. This just opens up too many doors for me. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I think safety wise, I think if you had told me maybe the child was, Ten. I agree. I can kind of understand, like they can better comprehend far as safety because she's five. She's going to. She might wipe it. Like, mom, she touched. No, somebody. Now she got syphilis in her eye. Well, not syphilis, but like chlamydia in her eye. Um, I, I said to me, it's like a safety thing more so, and I just don't agree with it. I, I would prefer her to learn wax in a different way. Um, I am glad she didn't get like sex child like pornography or sexual like thing um charges i don't think that should be allowed i don't know it's just weird like the decisions of how that works and i would be com- concerned as far as just other people i think it's possible to teach a child that young comprehension level but like i said it's just how does that want to look like are you ensuring that is a child is not doing this trying to do this shit at school it, I'm not in. I'm not in agreement with. I wish it would have been presented you, a different I've way. I've seen kids come back to me because I work with kids. I've seen mm-hmm. kids come to me with their belly buttons pierced in school, with their noses pierced in school, with tattoos done in school. So it's only a matter of time now that we have a Memphis situation. They may start waxing in school, right? Um, mm-hmm. but. So it, 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 it's not far-fetched for me to believe that this five-year-old would probably try to take some wax, find a way to heat it up, and then be up here trying to wax her friend and say, oh, mommy, look, I did Chantel today. But Chantel ain't got no hair. What, what did you wax? Get along, why did you remote? Like, kids want to exert the independence that they see adults um, exerting, especially, and I've worked with four and five-year-olds all through college because I used to go work at a VPK program. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they want to do is they want to emulate you at that age. Yeah. So it's it's very scary trying to do something so intense as what she did with her and setting the boundary that you can't do this without me. And it also, 
one of the things that caught me was I didn't even think of the pedophile part. And you know what what, what field I work in. Uh-huh. So that is another part. And women can be pedophiles. And I don't even know if she got men. But women are just as equally pedophiles as we see um, men are. Because we don't see these men teachers getting these charges for having babies and sex with um other little boys in school. We see the women with it. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, let's just throw it out there and call it spade a spade. On a consistent um, basis. I... Like I said, I just, I don't, I wouldn't really be proposed to like something like this. I do think that, I think sometimes parents, if I had to look at it from a different point of view, parents are trying to teach their child independence and like trades and stuff. And this is why I do feel like um, schools at this point within America education, because it feels like we have all, I thought we all had the same education or at least some form around of it, but America proves to me every day that we don't. Um <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the smartest, but it's just certain things like checking sources and all of the stuff. It just I thought everybody learned that in class, but apparently they don't. Um, I do think we should take is it Norway or Switzerland or Sweden? It's one of them, whatever them countries, it's everyone. And how they um, I want to say Switzerland, how like at the middle school, the kids get a choice of choosing a trade or going to. Um, high school so they can go to college and stuff and it promotes better and it's, their economy is better than ours because of those things because they give the kids options and everybody's going to college and everybody's going to, no it presents I think that's where a technical school comes into play but i think that unlike switzerland's method i feel like everybody should get a high school diploma and while you're getting it you can get that trade whatever it may be i can say that and you yeah. should walk away like like turn a tech pretty much like you know the mm-hmm. best eagles we saw. Mm, um, Miami education over here. It's all right. Over there. Look, um, it's all right. We were good. Uh, <laughs> but you, you get my point. Like, it's, mm-hmm, yeah. it's, it's something that I do agree should be ultimately offered to everyone. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you probably shouldn't even be given an option of whether or not you get it. If you graduate, you're going to graduate with both. Yeah, or at least like something that way we can encourage people to kind of go into the workforce when the kids may be because. It seems like everybody is encouraging a child anymore, and I, it's starting to come a thing of encouraging a child to go into college, which is fine because I say you encourage a child to go to college. That's fine. I don't say force a child because if you have a degree, let me know how that work out for you. How is it working out for you exactly with your degree since you know everything? It's a struggle. Exactly. Sorry. And so, and like I said, some people, you know, do better with trades and kind of be just successful, even more successful. You know, a lot of people who haven't gone to college who is more successful. But I'm very happy we chose this topic. He's like, I'm not sure. Yep, this is the right one. <laughs> yes. We ain't, we ain't really debated out, but we, we had two different sides of the coin. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I didn't think about, like, what you said in a sense, in a broader spectrum, what you're saying. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I just know if I walk in to get my eyebrows done, I maybe I wouldn't let a fifteen-year-old touch my eyebrows with some wax. I also, barely trust the people who be waxing them now. Also, I don't get, I, I get threaded, but if I had to go get them waxed when I don't feel like getting them threaded, it still won't be. Um, I'm gonna need somebody experienced, and I like to look at your eyebrows. Your eyebrows ain't no point. Don't touch me. Also, the time the eyebrows be tatted on, I be ugh. Mm-hmm, let me show. No, it does. But at least if it could be tatted, tatted on right. I just be closing my eyes and praying. No, I be no. praying that my girl be free so she can do it. But if I got away, uh, who who next? Mm-mm. See, I got a black coworker here, and she did, and damn, so um, sent me a good place to go get my. I haven't got it done in a minute. 
Um, but any of my eyebrows, sometimes I don't feel like all the time needed. I haven't done threading since I was on Accutane, and it was the worst experience to get my eyebrows threaded. I just couldn't. Normally, like, even when I used to go in, like, so after they wax my eyebrows, they come mm -hmm. back with the tweezers. Most women get really tense with me because I tense up and I have my fist balled. Ooh. So I just can't, I just couldn't do the thread. The tweezers would be the best part. Hell no. Like, I, I have to tweeze myself. I can't have nobody else tweezing me because I'd be ready to fight. Like, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be really like mouth clenched up real tight. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, you want me to stop? No, just hurry up and get it over with. <laughs> like, can't walk around with one um good eyebrow. Right. But y'all, we go go. It is late on a Thursday. I, I truly thank Valerie for staying up on a Thursday because my working schedule this weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all later and we'll make sure we bring that Wendy Williams to you. Yes, yes. Happy margarita. Yes. Ciao, ciao. All right. Don't forget to follow us. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore juicy underscore cup underscore podcast. We can also be found on TikTok at the underscore juicy underscore cup. And if you want to hit up our email, you can email us at the juicy cup at gmail.com. Thank you.